Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. The sexually liberated woman gets her orgasms from Shock Rubs. Shock Rubs is the original crystal sex toy company that makes beautiful, handcrafted pleasure tools from pure crystal. I know you've heard me talk about them before, about their crystal dildos especially, which I love, but they also make yoni eggs. Shockrub's yoni eggs are diamond grade and GIA certified, which means that their crystals have the highest standard of quality and durability. They're also completely body safe, which means you can use them internally without worry. When used properly, Shockrub's yoni eggs can help strengthen the vagina and pelvic floor muscles, increase sexual pleasure, and give you fuller, more embodied orgasms. Pair that with the metaphysical properties of the crystal, like rose quartz, jade, or amethyst, and you've got yourself an incredible healing tool. So if you want to give your pelvic floor some extra special love, go to shockrubs.com and use my code LIBERATION to get 15% off your purchase. That's C-H-A-K-R-U-B-S dot com, promo code LIBERATION for 15% off your Yoni Egg purchase. Give your vagina something beautiful and may your orgasms be plentiful. Hey everyone, I'm Evian Whitney, and this is The Sexually Liberated Woman. It has been a crazy couple of weeks for me, with the sensual selfie challenge, the opening of my course Sexting Myself, which I'm currently teaching, then it was my birthday, which I was honestly a little too exhausted to fully enjoy. And now I'm feeling my body sluggishly try to calibrate to this strange thing that is autumn weather, which I am resisting with every fiber of my being. In the midst of all the busyness, I haven't gotten a chance to talk about some of the really cool things that have been happening to me lately. So before I get into today's episode, which is a good one, I might add, I thought I'd take a moment to give you some news. The first thing I want to share is that I was featured on BuzzFeed last week. Uh, I was featured about my work as a sexuality doula, 
which was a pleasant surprise. I was not expecting that, uh, especially because the company I was amongst was killer. Like, I was featured alongside Erica Hart, Afrosexology, Shan Boudram, and Lizzo. Like, my God, it was it was too much. So I want to give thanks to Patrice Peck and BuzzFeed for giving me that honor. Something else I'm really excited about, I'm going to be speaking on a panel at a woman-centered event happening here in Portland called Resistance Rises. Resistance Rises is being put on by the folks over at Create and Cultivate in collaboration with Amazon and features some really rad local changemakers in the community. There's going to be cocktails, mingling, and a really interesting discussion with me and some other cool women about breaking boundaries and dismantling systems of oppression, which you know I am all for. (laughs) Oh, and the event is totally free. So gather all of your faves and come say hi. Resistance Rises is happening on October 11th at 6.30 at the Jacobson Salt Company in Southeast Portland. And even though it's free, you'll still need to RSVP to get your name on the list. And you can do that at sexloveliberation.com slash events. Just click the RSVP link, put in your information, and you're all set. I'm excited to hopefully see you soon. Another cool thing that I'm thrilled to be a part of, I am going to be teaching at a retreat in a couple weeks. It's called Camp Fireheart, and it's being put on by one of my favorite people, Kate Merolt, who was actually featured in episode one of this very podcast. This will be my first time teaching at a retreat, and I'm really excited to hold space and talk sex with everyone there. There's actually still a couple spots left if you'd like to join us. Just go to campfireheart.com to reserve your spot. That's Camp Fireheart. I would love to see you there. And it's going to be a transformational four days. Okay, there's just one more thing I've been dying to gush to you about, and then we can get into the show. This one I'm really excited about. Uh, Okay, I don't know if we should do like a drum roll or whatever. Okay, whatever. I'll just say it. The Sexually Liberated Woman is now on Spotify. Yay! This means that you'll be able to log into Spotify and listen to every single episode of The Sexually Liberated Woman, even the first ones I did before I was ready to admit to myself that I was indeed the host of a podcast. (laughs) You'll be able to go on Spotify and listen to all of them right now. I am beyond jazzed to have this little old podcast on such a notable platform as Spotify. Please go on Spotify right now, subscribe to the podcast, and tell all of your friends about it. So I'm still coming down from the high of the sensual selfie challenge. More than 4,000 people joined and took body positive, sensually inspired selfies on Instagram for five days. And if you want to see what we were up to, go to the hashtag sensual selfie challenge on Instagram and take a look at all of these beautiful, amazing photos. 
there was so much beauty, so much vulnerability, so much community. But one annoying thing that happened to a lot of us who did the challenge was that we were getting some random and very unsolicited messages from men who saw our photos and decided to invite themselves into our sexual narrative with creepy comments and sexual innuendo. Now, I'm used to this. I've been taking and posting nude and sexual photos on the internet for close to three years, and these comments are a strange kind of normal for me. That doesn't mean it doesn't phase me, because it does, but I'm definitely much more equipped to handle this when it happens because it happens so often now that I'm a bit desensitized to it. However, I will admit that the one regret I have in creating the Sensual Selfie Challenge is that I didn't give you guys more of a warning that doing this kind of space taking will attract the weirdos and that you should probably proceed with the challenge with caution. I got so many messages and emails that week from people who were like, yo, I got this creepy message in my inbox today. What do I do? And while a lot of us are able to shrug it off and keep going, this deeply affected the way some of us continued on with the challenge. A lot of you were so jazzed to finally unshame and unhide yourself and to post photos of your sensual body publicly. And then you received these stupid messages and even dick pics from men, and it made you go right back into hiding. Because of all of this, I've been thinking a lot about a piece I wrote three years ago, which is about this very thing, about receiving unsolicited dick pics or creepy messages from men and processing the anger and fear that comes up during and afterward. And because this is a thing that is still happening, even outside of the sensual selfie challenge, and because I sense that a lot of you are still processing all of it. I wanted to share it here and then give you some tips about what it looks like to express your sexuality out in the public world and still feel safe and protected while doing so. I originally wrote this piece from a place of rage and frustration. So just a warning to any men who are listening, and I know I have a few of you, the following is going to be pretty fiery. And I say that not to apologize about that, but to give a little disclaimer to those who aren't used to hearing a woman unapologetically rebuke the unauthorized objectification of her body and the gross sexual entitlement of men. And even if you're not receiving creepy messages from men, you have likely felt this type of rage before. In a society that still shames us for our fiery, rude, unladylike emotions, being openly mad is a huge statement. It's a radical act. And as my good sis Solange said, we've got a lot to be mad about. So let's be mad. And then let's use that anger to empower ourselves to keep taking up space with our sexual liberation anyway. Because those creepy messages are meant to make us feel afraid. They're meant to get us back into hiding. And personally, I refuse to let them steal my shine. Recently, I had the privilege of getting my first 
unsolicited dick pic. And of all the places it could have been received, it was in a place I didn't at all expect to receive it. It landed in my work inbox. And there it was, a random photograph of some random guy's erect penis with no explanation, no context, and no clear reason why. My first reaction to this was shock. Like, is this really happening to me right now? And then it was quiet amusement. Like, really? And then my feelings about it began to unfurl into a surprising, unabashed guffaw. I started laughing hysterically. Like, did this guy really think I'd get aroused by seeing that thing? And why would you think that sending a stranger a picture of your erect penis would be a good thing to do? I laughed at the ridiculousness of it, at this guy's complete and utter disregard of my feelings and eyeballs, at his delusion and thinking that I would actually appreciate this unwelcomed message. But as minutes ticked by, violation began to creep up from underneath the humor. I started to feel angry, disturbed, disgusted. And then I started to get scared. Is this someone I know? How did he find me? I mean, he found my email address. What if this guy actually knows where I live? The unsolicited dick pic went from hilarious to frightening in less than five minutes. I'm not going to pretend that this incident was specific to me. Men do this indiscriminately all the time to unsuspecting women. And if it's not a dick pic, then it's a honk of a horn on a passing car or a leer while walking your dog or a suggestive tone in a ripe, how you doing? It's alarming. It's gross. And it happens. But I do recognize that the work I do seems to give men even more of an incentive to send me sexually explicit messages and images. Because when I unashamedly declare my love for sex and orgasm and pleasure, they use it as a focal point for their own pleasure. When I choose to express and flaunt myself as a sexually liberated woman, they see that as an invitation to take up space in my sexual expression. Men are taught to feel a sense of entitlement to my sexuality. They've been encouraged to view and treat my body, my breasts, my thighs, the sway of my hips as the root of their sexuality, as the birthplace of their erotic desires. So that without my control, without my consent, who I am becomes a tool for their pleasure. Men like the guy who sent me that unsolicited dick pic think it's 100% okay for them to force their own sexuality onto an erotically empowered woman because she was asking for it. She was waiting for it. She was wanting it. And to those men, I'd like to say, my sexual liberation is not for male consumption. I'm not doing this for you. I'm not doing this for your gaze or for your pleasure. I'm not doing this for your attention or approval. This is not for you. You are not authorized to claim any of the space I take up in my sexual expression. You are not invited to use my erotic empowerment as a headquarters for your arousal. 
You are not allowed anywhere within my sexual liberation. You are not the basis for it. You are not the inspiration for it. And you can have no part of it. Just because I speak about enjoying orgasm does not mean I want you to give me one. Just because I show desire for sex does not mean I want you to fuck me. Just because I take and post sensual selfies does not mean I'm inviting you to position yourself at the center of my sexual celebration. This is not for you. I want you to know the kind of damage you do when you take up space in women's sexuality, the kind of derailment that takes place inside of us when you foist yourself into places, experiences, bodies that are not yours. It is a violence that causes us to close ourselves up to our erotic nature. It is an assault that causes us to question whether we should take up space with our sexual energy. It is a violation that causes us to dampen our desires because you make us feel unsafe to express them. So we stand smaller. We move rigidly. We constrict ourselves, all while feeling a dangerous combination inside of our bodies, a numbing fear and white hot rage, because we are not free to be without your gaze or commentary. I'll say this once more. My sexual liberation has nothing to do with you. I will not allow you to shrink me or my sexual expression because of your sexual dominance. I will not choose flowery words or euphemisms so that my proclamations won't flag your interest. I will not talk quieter or take up less space. I will not second guess myself. I will speak openly and freely about my sexual expression, about my desires, about what brings me pleasure, and I will do it to spite you because men like you hate knowing that you're not at the center of a woman's erotic impulses. You hate knowing that she can conjure up sexual energy without the help of you. But I'll especially take up space with my sexuality for the thousands of women and femmes out there who are afraid to fully let themselves go as sexual beings because they see it as a danger to their lives. And in many ways, it is. I'll do it for them to give them courage, to give them strength, and to give them fuel for the erotic fires that they will use to send shame and your oppressive gazes. So, Think twice before sending me any pictures of any part of your body. Trust me, the last thing on the planet that I am thinking of when I am taking up space with my sexuality is some random man's erect penis. So please don't assault my eyes with your nonsense, because the next time you do, I will put a curse on you. Ooh, okay, on that note, let's take a little break. The Sexually Liberated Woman celebrates sexual liberation. And since you're listening to this podcast, I think it's pretty safe for me to assume that you're already about that life. Maybe you're already on your sexual liberation journey and you're in this process of fully exploring your erotic self. Or maybe you're one of the many, many people out there who isn't at all comfortable with their sexuality. If so, I have some things that might help. 
When I'm not doing this podcast, I teach classes and facilitate healing that helps women and femmes liberate and connect to their sexuality. And I've created some awesome resources to help them on their journey. There is a sensuality course that guides you into reconnecting with your sensual body one day at a time. There's a digital workshop I lead that teaches you how to use sensual selfies as a way to heal and celebrate your sexuality. There's also my sexual liberation and healing practice where I help you step out of shame and into erotic empowerment via one-on-one mentoring, counseling, space holding, and fierce accountability. So if you want to be sexually free, go to sexloveliberation.com slash shop and start your sexual liberation journey. That's sexloveliberation.com slash shop to awaken your sexuality. I absolutely cannot wait to witness your blossoming and I'll see you there. Okay, so after I wrote that piece, I had a thought that continued to gnaw on me for the rest of the week, which was this. If I don't want to shrink myself, how can I go about making myself feel safe within my sexual expression? Because the reality is that we live in an unsafe world filled with all kinds of people who can easily misconstrue the energies we give off as we're stepping into and owning our erotic power. I actually get messages from women pretty often about this, about how they want to embody sexual energy and practice being fully present in that, but they're afraid that if they do it, they'll get unwanted attention, particularly and especially from men. This is a fear of mine too, and it's really tricky to walk that line between full and open expression of my erotic self and closing myself off to outward embodiment in order to keep me safe. I don't want my sexual energy to be cut off because of fear, and I also don't want to be so open that it leaves me vulnerable. So in my own work in unshaming and embodying my sexuality, I've had to find a kind of happy medium. But before I get into that, first I'd like to just say how much it sucks that I have to arm myself against people that might harm me because of my sexual expression. It sucks that I have to do it, and it sucks that you have to do it too. I wish we didn't have to. I wish that our society could cut straight to the source, which is rape culture, misogyny, racism, and masculine supremacy, rather than having it fall on our shoulders to be responsible for the sexual responses of others and keep ourselves away from dangerous situations. It's true that things are shifting. Movements like Stop Telling Women to Smile are helping bring awareness to this issue. But we've still got a long way to go. And in the meantime, we ourselves have to find creative ways to guard ourselves against unwanted attention while also trying to celebrate our sexualities. That's really hard. That's really tricky. And it fucking sucks. But I digress. Here are just a few things I do to help me feel safe as I'm embodying and celebrating my sexuality in the real world. One, I wear things that make me feel like a warrior princess. Black chunky heels, black lipstick, black everything, 
headphones in my ears that blast Beyonce, a smoky quartz crystal hanging around my neck to ward off negative energy, my nails long and painted a blood-like color. I've also got this long, slightly jagged silver ring that, if I was in a jam, could potentially gouge the eyes of any man giving me inappropriate stares. All of these things have a very don't-fuck-with-me vibe to them, yes, but it's not just about that. It's about how I feel when I'm wearing them, how when I'm walking in my black heels, I stand taller and my steps feel more swift and powerful, how when I'm wearing black lipstick, I feel tough and strong and thus the energy I give off is such. These things might seem small, but adorning myself like this packs a mighty punch. It helps me feel more powerful, more courageous, and in control, which helps me to stand stronger, taller, and take up space in a way that says, I belong here, as well as, don't fuck with me. Two, I take up as much space as possible, and I walk like I mean it. I'll admit that this used to feel pretty counterintuitive to me. Like, if I want to keep myself safe, shouldn't I take up as little space as possible to sort of blend into the background? Making myself more noticeable felt like I was putting a giant red target on my forehead that said, Look at me! I'm here! Come mess with me! But that's just what I realized. I want to be seen. I want to be noticed. And particularly... I want to be perceived as someone who is alert and confident. By taking up space, I own my body, which gives the impression that I am self-possessed, consciously aware of my surroundings, and deeply comfortable in my skin. By walking with purpose and strength, I show that I'm grounded, unshakable, and in control. So, I widen my stance. I spread my legs. I let my shoulders drop down and back and lead with my chest. I center myself and take deep breaths into my belly. And all of this, combined with the armor I mentioned a moment ago, seems to add a double dose of think twice before messing with me. But taking up space isn't just about the physical space you take up. It's also about the energetic space you take up. One constant look and feel I'm always trying to embody is the boss-ass bitch, and shout out to Pretty Taken All Fades. A boss-ass bitch is someone who knows her power, embodies her truth, and is a force to be reckoned with. So I make sure that not only my physical stance shows this, but also the energy I emanate. For me, this looks like thinking about that boss-ass bitch energy and imagining a force field of that energy being created around me with every breath or step I take. I use this visualization not only when I'm out in the world, but when I'm in space with folks where boundaries need to be set and my own emotional energy needs to be protected. The third thing I do is I remember that I know how to kick ass. A couple years ago, I took a self-defense class with a good friend of mine, and within the first hour of the class, I began to understand that this wasn't going to be just about techniques that would defend myself against unwanted physical attention. These classes were going to be about finding my voice, about proving to myself how strong I was, about rebuilding my inner fortitude to help me feel like I could take up space again. 
apart from the sick moves that you can learn to protect yourself, I think every woman and femme should take a self-defense class just for those things I just mentioned. What I learned in the class helped me to fully own the volume of my own force and power. And walking around with the knowledge that I've taken these classes makes me feel confident and resilient, which adds on beautifully to everything else that I have already mentioned. The last thing I do is I follow my intuition. As much as I'd love to always be comfortable in embodying my sexuality wherever I am, no matter the situation, as much as it would be great to live wildly without inhibitions or fears, there are times when that just isn't the case. Maybe it's because the environment I'm in suddenly jostled me into feeling unsafe, or maybe it's because I'm not feeling particularly grounded in my body that day. Whatever the reason, if something inside of me closes up, if a part of me feels hesitance or resistance to open, or if I get an impulse to take up less space, I pay attention to those nudges. I listen. Sometimes that means hardening myself. Sometimes that means closing myself off to protect my energy. And sometimes that means not going braless because I know that I don't have the energy to make myself big or keep up that force field against unwanted attention. Self-preservation is important. Even more important is my ability to choose. To choose when and how I express my sexuality, even if it means closing myself off or shrinking myself for a little bit, that is an act of liberation too. My sexual energy doesn't need to be on all the time, and my sexual liberation doesn't just look like me being completely open and expressive to every single person that comes my way. As a sexually liberated woman, it's my job to be selective and protect my sexual energy from the creeps and the trespassers. And it's yours too. I hope this helped you feel a little more safe and capable as you are expressing your sexuality in the real world. And let me know how it goes. You can always send me an email at evian at sexloveliberation.com. Let's keep championing and supporting our sensual space taking. We need each other. The Sexually Liberated Woman is produced, edited, and designed by me, Effian Whitney, with editing help by Justine McClellan and community support from each one of my very special patrons on Patreon. If you love The Sexually Liberated Woman, I'd love it if you left me a review on Apple Podcasts. And if you want to help sustain The Sexually Liberated Woman, go to patreon.com slash slwpodcast and become a patron. As for me, you can find me on my website, sexloveliberation.com, where you can subscribe to my newsletter and learn more about my work as a sexuality doula. I'm also on Instagram at evian.whitney. Thank you so much for being here, and I'll see you in the next episode. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com.